we were able to take the mine at terrible cost. And before I have a chance to fully grieve, my brother shows up in my room and claims that Bezleth Lutel needs us for some task. I would be lying if I didn't say I wasn't intrigued. I've been wanting to know what was going on in that bramble wall for quite some time now, but I'm afraid. I'm walking my friend Filnir into danger. My brother Schnobik claims to be of free will, but this woman killed him. The future's so uncertain. And the one man Filner and I looked to for direction is gone. I suppose it is time to grow up. Time for Dungeon Dads. He will fall. He will fall. Hey everybody and welcome back to the Dungeon Dads podcast, Every War Must End. Good to As be always, here. As always, I'm your DM, Tom Blaylock, and I am joined today by Sam Frank playing Schnobick, uh Erlington slash It's, it's nice to remind people that I didn't die. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, you know, I was listening back to the last episode, and I and I I realized I don't think we even made a decision about this. I did not introduce you. I I knew I didn't want to introduce you, mm-hmm. and then I thought for sure I did. Like after we recorded, and then I didn't. I was like, oh, this is great, but unfortunately, that meant that like you laughed at the very beginning, and then there's no sound of Sam for 52 minutes. Uh, after that, which is listen, by the time anybody's listening to this, we've probably edited that laugh out. Yeah, <laughs> nope, because so, I'm editing this. It's an it able intro clean. and then a schnobic surprise, yeah, and a surprise, <laughs> which is which is which was a thing in college. And I just want to say, I never got a sh- to try a it. Schnobic the schnobic surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah, that's right. or the able intro because you so know, sad. could go either way, so could have been either one, it could have been either one, yeah. I was already, probably. um, anyway, anyway. Anyway, um, there are other people on this podcast too. Yeah. No, also, come on also now. Joined, joined by Tim Carr playing the warlock Filnir Omajara. What's up, Tim? What's going on, everybody? It's going to be so good today. I'm so excited. I've been prepping for this for way too long, which means you're going to skip it. Um, <laughs> and and uh, John Watson playing the, uh, I mean, are you. Are you a Ronin now? Like, right? Are you a masterless uh, warrior roaming the streets now? Uh, but playing the wizard Ionis Silhavine. I mean, up? first of all, I'm just bouncing in my seat. I'm so excited. This is crazy. I know. I'm so excited. Too. <laughs> I'm so excited. Too. This, this is just all new. Things have changed. Who knows what's going on? I mean, you know, at, if 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 Ionis can wake up, he still has his direction. It's just that. Uh, it was just easier before. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, you know what? I have a feeling 
Schnobik is going to have a lot of things in common with Abel. Things like his moral turpitude and his and his, 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 his love of puns. His love of puns. <laughs> I have a feeling he's going to be a great one-liner. Um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, look, we're, we're not totally lost in the woods. Um, I tell you what. Uh, but you are in the windmill and you have just sort of agreed – to oh wait are, no Tim we're is giving me a bad we're in the courtyard the in the courtyard sorry yes you're square. in the courtyard I we are apologize. in like the town the town square getting yep. side eyed by guards that should know us <laughs> well the guards know you like the ones that should know you they know you but they are they're being they just a little like nicer slightly better <laughs> they're, they're being a little nicer and I want to say that like I don't know if we I don't know if we put this on the rolls for this I think we maybe did I I may may have just rolled it in. Roll twenty. Before each one of those guards talked to you guys, they did roll a die. So um, I don't know. I don't want to give too much away here on that. But so, well, yeah. So I just I want to correct you because I'm sitting on a well. Actually, <laughs> okay, that's right. I like that. That's good. That's good. Uh, see, I told you, Sam is still here. Sam is still with us. Um, so. You have just agreed, I guess, in concept to go with Schnobik, um, but you have a lot of decisions to make. Well, oh. I should say, again, not not to correct you yet again, Tom Blaylock. <laughs> well, actually. <laughs> but I believe where we left things, uh, Ionis had asked me if I would recommend going with him. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and I said, I would. Yeah, that's and right. And that is where we left it. That's right. Okay. So let's pick up right there. Um, mm. You're still in the town square. It's dark out. And you're standing with Schnobik, your brother, the vampire that you saw in the uh, inside the, the Briar Wall film there. And as you said, guards are acting weird. Ionis. Yes, there are things yet to do in the mind, the door to be figured out and those vases to be dealt with. Is it wise to leave town now? I'm going to speak to Filnir and be staring at uh, Schnobik. Honestly, Filnir... This threat was able to walk straight into our home. You calling Schnobik a threat? He he represents someone that we have been told is is not particularly kind to us. Is everyone who doesn't share your interests a threat, brother? The last time we were in Inside the Bramble Wall, I could tell that you were fighting to protect us. Hmm. Well, far be it for me to argue with your superior powers of perception. Snowbick. Just see a striking lack of wisdom in this group now. <laughs> it's, it's good to see that you've lost none of your snark. My point is, 
My Feel point is you, you see only threat here and not opportunity. Beslith offers you a great gift. I will put it to you this way. I put great import on family. And if you say that I need to go with you, then I trust you. I say to you, Fjolnir, Bezleth has proven that she could do whatever she wanted while we were asleep. Fair. And I would, like to, I would like to get to the bottom of this in some way and find out exactly what is going on on our borders. Especially if they can just waltz right into our windmill whenever they want. Surely you have uh, able retainers who can mop up the rest of this business, this, these logistics here at home. Yes, they should be able to handle it, but there is much to be discovered. Ionis, I, I will accompany you if you wish to go. I do appreciate that, Vilmir. I would at least like to extend this olive branch to my brother. I will bring my book that keeps me in contact with Florn, and I will write notes to him as we are gone. And I do believe that they can handle, I do believe they can take care of things while in our absence. But I do believe that, I do believe that we need to gain this information. Well, shall we set off then? And I stand up and dust off my pants and start walking to the edge of town. Before you do that, <laughs> or as you're doing that, um, Filnir, do you have Kegaset with you? I normally do. I normally would wear it like a normal, like okay. a normal weapon. Yeah. Then, then Schnobik, you may walk to the edge of town. <laughs> <laughs> Let us away, gentlemen. Uh, Schnobik, just uh. <laughs> Just, just a moment. Just a moment. Uh, Filnir seems to have something. I'm just going to walk over to Filnir and act as I'm act as if I'm adjusting his outfit and dusting mm -hmm. him off. And I'm actually casting Rary's telepathic bond with Filnir. No snowmo. No. Fine. Fine. You just want to. You just want to have a bond with Filnir. No snowmo. <laughs> are you? Are you? Um, are you doing it ritual? Yeah, ritual. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't that take like 10 minutes? It's ten really minutes. weird. He's over there. He's dusting him <laughs> off, but he just keeps going over the same spot over and over and over again. Um, and give me a perception check against, against, um, uh, it's like a verbal sleight of hand. Yeah. Against, well, <laughs> against, against, uh, uh Jonas's, uh, spell save DC. What am I, um, doing up what a perception check you said? Yeah. Perception. That is a nine. You know your brother always likes clean shit, and <laughs> and you've not ever seen him cast prestidigitation, so you don't know if this is like something like he's just cleaning off his retainer, I guess, mm -hmm. for a long time, <laughs> <laughs> like a way like a way too long. Um, and then fuck uh, me, brother. <laughs> yeah. um, and so if you're going to you're jerk him that, off. Just have done with it. <laughs> Sorry, right, sorry, right, just another minute. We have many we have many miles to cross. And and after about a minute of this, one of the guards sort of like shakes himself and says and says, "Oh, Master Ionis, uh, Master Filnir, 
Oh my god, my head. He was in my head. Who was oh, in your head? Shit. That one. That one. He charmed me. And I just give a little finger wave. He <laughs> <laughs> did. I'm a charming fellow. But I don't want to stay in this town any longer than you want me here, so can we please? We we only have a mere six or seven hours till sunup. And I'll uh after they're done with all, I'll I'll finish up and say in say in uh Filner's mind, as I said, Filner, we do not know we do not know all that he can do, and I do not know where his loyalties lie. And in my head I'll reply, Ionis, you may need to forget that he is your brother, or that he was your brother. I know it is not what you want to hear, and it is painful for me to suggest that may be the case. But, as you said, you do not know where his loyalties lie. The fact that he is family, or was family, may not be relevant to his current state. I hear you loud and clear. And uh, trust that I also want to protect my found family, Vilmir. I appreciate that. We go off. So you're going to leave with them. All right. Um, <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be harder to get these guys to travel yeah. at night. <laughs> Here, let me see. Let me, I got to roll something. <laughs> okay. Shinobik, how far do we have to go? Should we take horses? Um, so Shnobik, so, so, I mean, well, I'll tell you this, Sam, you are going to the Underdark entrance that is, uh, very near Lakeshire. Um, and, and it is the closest entrance to where the tree sprang up. Um, and you know, the Underdark trails very, very well. Um, and to get here, you paid off two halfling guards to tell no one and to allow you to come back through uh, without telling anybody about you entering or leaving. Okay. It's about an eight-mile eight mile walk, so you got to get huffing it to get there in time. It's like a three-hour walk. Yeah. Well – Probably, I don't. I don't know if you guys are going to have to go slower because it's nighttime. <laughs> do we? Do we want? Do we want horses? <laughs> do you have horses that uh, enjoy on, going underground? I start. I start doing another. Give him. Give him a few moments. <laughs> start doing another ritual. Good grief! <laughs> it looks so much like he's cleaning off his half elf friend again. It's just like really weird. <laughs> <laughs> another 10 minutes and a and a horse pops up and uh <laughs> i said i can i can do this again another 20 minutes uh phil near yeah what's your what's your uh what's everybody's um uh passive perception 16 15 fuck 10 okay phil near and uh and schnobik um you see a uh a small gnome um, uh, that has uh, climbed over from one roof to another along the square 
watching you all. Phil near this is uh, Felipe Madamba, and he sort of catches your eye. And then <laughs> when he sees that that uh, Schnobik has also caught like has cut eyes on him, he just gets really still and looks forward, almost like a statue, as though if he stops, <laughs> like like no one will actually see him. Um, so he just like stops and just stays still. Um, and you can Hold see that he's still. <laughs> yeah, his vision yeah. is based on motion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he's, and, but he's far away from you. I mean, he's no. Like I know that was six hundred feet yeah. away. That was from a joke. You, so. Um, so, so wait, am I do? I see him. You, you saw him walking along the roofs. Um, but he, he's far enough away. Would I be able to recognize him? Um. How well would you? My know, dark Felipe? vision doesn't technically extend out that far um i would assume that he does not know felipe personally but that right. bezalith has has shown him to me yeah you recognize him as felipe felipe madamba you are known to me he's still a statue <laughs> either come and parley or leave us be and i turn and start walking and then i realize jonas is still sitting there fiddling around and saying god damn it ionis may i sit down for this one this is just a lot of course standing still sorry (laughs) let us away yeah and maybe maybe paulson maybe paulson could come and and carry you and then i don't have to make (laughs) yeah Yeah, i whistle and and Pawson bounds. Well, no, he doesn't. He doesn't bound to you. You don't see him immediately. <laughs> but by the time Jonas finishes his uh, incantations, Pawson like, you know, walks kind of slowly over to you. <laughs> Clearly, the big the big doggy yawn. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it was his time to get up anyway and go hunt. Um, but he's had a rough day, and he he particularly liked Abel, and. When he comes up to you, he goes, oh, Master, I, I can't get it out of my mind. I was supposed to eat him as well. Pawson. Just dust. Would that you could. I would take him to the mountain. Mm. I'm sure Donatus will be understanding of the situation, and he will not harbor any ill will. Sometimes Why there are do you circumstances. walk with this death, master? And he looks over at uh, Shinobik. This death, believe it or not, is the kin of Ionis. Mm-hmm. He bears a message that requires our investigation. So we are taking a trip. Would you join me? Oh, of, of course, master. Uh, allow me on our way, perhaps, to feast. Yes, of course. All right. So the horse is ready and Madamba has gone to the other side of the building and has disappeared from your sight. Well, now that our precious, delicate gentlemen can protect the soles of their feet on our brief journey, may we now get away from this place. Yes, uh, thank you, Snoopik. Uh, it's a shame I couldn't make one for you. And I go, <laughs> I, I prefer <laughs> to walk. 
<laughs> All right. So you guys going to go, you're going to, you're going to lead mm-hmm. them there. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you don't know whether or not they've been there before. Ionis and Filnir, as you guys are making your way, it's clear you're going right toward the siege camps um, of Lakeshire. Um, and that probably is not the best place for you all to be. That you, I'm sure you know that. Um, and you, as you get closer and closer, you can see that like there are still parts of the city that are burning, and um, and I would say you're about maybe you're about a mile away, and there's a place where the lake it it sort of goes into a little bit of a inlet and snakes back around, and it allows you to get about a a mile long view. And it's dark, but you can see that there's a single, uh, there's an area that is consistently, you see a small flame, and then you see it whip up in the air and fly towards something, and you see it hit in a, the town, and the town is lit up for a second. And then 40 seconds later, another small flame, and you you surmise that this is a trebuchet that is firing oiled oiled uh, pine balls into the city and occasionally setting something on fire but it's for a, for a legit Adaran siege this is weak sauce Schnobik uh, are you aware of what's happening in Lakeshire I sort of gesture expansively hard not to be no but the state of affairs who who lives the the progress of one side against the other. I feel as though both sides continue to throw fire at each other. The the uh, status appears to be in flux, as we say. Who is winning or losing? I honestly don't know and don't care that much. I must say I'm a little alarmed at how close we are to Lickshire. Where, where... Where are we going? Mm, going to the pass that I know. How close does it take us? Mm. <laughs> a thousand feet away from the encampment. Mm, close, and yet not that close. Are we going to pass the... Um, Hold the your water, Master Elf. Our, we will arrive is, shortly. No, no, no. That's a, this, I'm, I'm out of character. <laughs> question like does our route (laughs) uh does are we approaching the trebuchet or did we like is it off in the distance it's in the distance it's like like if if you continued on this path forever not forever until like this would this would hit square into the gate that you first went in through where the split toe uh like family island is Okay. Um, but you're, yeah, he is going to take you off that path well before you get to the gate and the encampment. Okay. Well, we'll see that as it comes. I just wanted to see if, if we were going to pass the trebuchet, I was like, maybe there's time for hijinks there, but there's enough soldiers there that when you get close enough, which let's say you're there, you're close enough now to kind of see people, um, at this, 
gate at this place of entry into Lakeshar. The walls are still standing, by the way, which is surprising uh, for the amount of damage that's happened to them. Um, the this encampment has probably five hundred like uh, people in it. And you can see that far on the other side of the town, across a lake, you see that there are other trebuchets firing at about the same rate. This The town has been completely encircled, um, but there are no boats on the water at all. Uh, in the moonlight, you can see that like there aren't fishermen, there aren't warboats, um, there is no action on the water whatsoever and that is insane for a for mm -hmm. a besieged city so there's not even like a blockade somewhere not out a blockade of... there's nothing on the water huh. are there boats in the marinas uh that you can see maybe maybe some but it's you know the marinas are so destroyed they were destroyed by the fire uh the initial fire that it's sort of you know you, you don't see any large boats. You don't see the right. lady bone boats. You don't see, you know, maybe a few skiffs. In my head, it, telepathically, I'll say to Ionis, this is the closest we've been to Lakeshire in some time. It's oddly robust. It seems it's held up remarkably well, but also, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's normally the waters would be full of boats coming, going. There seems to be a complete total absence um, I can't help but wonder if something is in the water we should probably avoid it alright whatever whatever you say in this matter this all seems so horrible yes um, it is quite terrible it's hard to look upon my home my former home I've been flames I'm so sorry Filnir and I know that this is something that we will have to deal with soon. I, I just don't, I can't even begin to think how. Well, perhaps when the time comes, we will deal with these trebuchets and see who is really afoot in the city, but not for now. Uh, when you feel we are ready, I am with you. Let's go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this may be an opportune moment to um, dismiss your spectral horse and the large wolf. Uh, we would prefer not to attract attention walking through this part of the the path. Are we much further? Oh, not much further. You you will not get blisters on your toes, Master Elf. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I de-horse <laughs> I'll hop off Parson I'll look at Parson Parson Make your way back carefully Maybe I'll hunt Hunt to your pleasure on the way home Just Which, do, which do side of these Of these humans Are we against I can't say I'm on either side in this battle. So any human is fine. I've got a very special hunger. Try not to uh, bring any eyes upon Lake and Hearth with your hunting. 
Fair. Be a lone wolf. Death. Look at me, death. <laughs> I know how to kill the likes of thee. Mm, and I know how to kill the likes of thee. Perhaps we'll put it to the test one day. If my master is hurt, I'll come calling, howling. Your master is more likely to stub his toe in a cave than receive any hurt from me, but we'll see here. And then Pawson runs into the woods and you hear a deep guttural howl as he makes his way away from you. Oh, Pawson, no, no women, no women, Pawson, no women in armor. I'm afraid I'm afraid he might go after Despo or something. Oh, that would be delicious. Well, we are amongst those Aaron troops at the moment. <laughs> I shrug my shoulders. I like him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so you get to the the uh, opening. Let me get a, let me get a quick stealth roll, and I'll do the average here. And you can have advantage on this. Uh, all three advantage. of you, because no one's wearing no one's wearing a heavy okay. metal. Yeah, so heavy metal. Yeah. metal. <laughs> and awesome. I'll take right. I'll take the lowest. Uh, I'll take the lowest here. Oh, crap. Twenty-seven for me. Okay. Uh, I got um, two eights. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Ain't you boys got no creep to you? <laughs> <laughs> my first was I'm a sorry, seven, I'm... but my second was a twenty-two. Woo. My foot must have fallen asleep while I was riding Paulson. So yeah, so so as you are making your way over to the uh, to the the entrance of the Underdark, um, gods, I thought uh, elves were supposed to be quieter, brother. <laughs> there, there's a there's a small contingent of uh, of knighted Adarans, of uh, mounted Adarans that are that are on the actual the road that you used to be on, um, and uh, one of them looks up and says, "You there, there, I I, I heard something over there, and." And his his partner who's with him says, Come on, these woods have been empty. It's just it's just someone trying to make a quick buck on the death. Yeah. It, I, all the bodies in the water, they still have their things on them, but n- none of them survive. Just leave it alone. Let them get into the water if they want to. And and he looks out and he you you feel like look, his passive perception is a nine. He's not great. He's not great at this, but he sort of believes that he sees or heard something. And, uh, and then his friend just convinces him to keep moving and they keep going. And you make your way over to the entrance of the Underdark and it is well hidden. Um, and Ionis and Filnir, this is the place that, um, that you came out of when you first entered the town. Um, and okay. so it's a short walk from here to to uh, to the front gate, um, and this is also where there is an underground passage that goes straight into Lakeshire. Um, and when you approach, two halflings um, uh, jump out from behind some bushes, and they see Schnobeck, and they say, "Oh, okay, half." When we let you through, half when we let you and your friends through. Ten gold, please. Yes, here you go, Bricklebrack. And also for you, Honeymelon. 
<laughs> and uh, I I don't know that those are their actual names. That's just what I call any halflings. I yeah, see. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, you li- and you lived here for a bit. You know, you were you were here mm-hmm. for a bit, and like you probably never really, you know, uh, made any good halfling friends. Um, no. And as you're making, you're going now, I the probably kid. thought it was a little weird that there was a whole city that ha- halflings kind of ran, you know? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so, so, uh, the one you call Brickle Brackle or whatever, um, pulls a, uh, a, 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 a trap door that is wood, but it's just covered in pine. Um, and it's not, it's now that you look at it, it's like, you're like, how would anyone miss this? Uh, except it's it is in the middle of the forest here so they have actually built this new cave entrance since these guys were there last and as the thing opens you hear a voice a woman's voice say filnir she comes over and it's rella splito filnir rella you survived i should say of course but yes i, I- we thought we thought everyone out here was dead. Jesus told us every everyone in the valley was dead except the the monsters. Well, please don't change his mind. I, What's been going on in, within the city? We we left as soon as we could, and we we joined up with the Adarans, and and now I'm 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 here, and the Darrens kicked us out because they hate halflings, and I don't know I don't know what I want, and and so we're 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 still like we're still. Selling Ladybone. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I was able to get a, 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 some of the Ladybone out of one of the warehouses, and that we're, we're we're still we're still selling it a little bit, a little bit at a time. But, but I, I don't know. I haven't been back in the city for a long, long time. This tunnel here has collapsed. The one that goes into Lake Lakeshire. What are you doing with this vampire? This is a story I do not have time to tell at the moment, Rella. Yes, this is a charming reunion, but we have places to be. All right. Well, ten, ten gold, ten gold, and and then I'll. It's really good to see you, Filnir, and and you too, Wizard. You as well. We we had no idea what was going on in the city, only that it was under siege. So it's it's good to see a familiar face that it's. Still alive. Well, the old quarter's all destroyed. Entirely. You know, it was small. Yes. They, 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 uh, when the, when the gith came in, they, they burned everything or stoned, stoned the guards. That, I mean, you know, Jesus stopped all that, but, but now we got the Darrens knocking down our doors. So, who is in the city now? Is it still the Gith? They just don't turn anyone to stone any longer. When I left, I didn't see a single Gith still in the city. So it's Jesus. It's Jesus, and there's, I don't know, a hundred, two hundred, they seem to be from all over Faerun. They're not to be trifled with. They're real soldiers. I thought we had real soldiers here, but these Adarans are no match for these guys. 
I mean, there's a lot more Darrens than there are them, but I don't know. And these walls can't bring them down. They've practically given up. They're just camping out now. So they're somehow getting supplies, presumably through the portals or other means. Wow, that's not... The portals are a myth, Filnir. That's not a real thing. Indeed. No, no, that's good. That's good. Keep saying that too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Jesus of the Orc Wars could hold this entire town on his own. That's probably true. He's that powerful. Oh, oh, Ionis. Come, come. The white lady has much to discuss with you. Well, don't wave me off. I've acquired quite a bit. Snowbit, come back. Come back here. <laughs> <laughs> Rella grabs your arm, Filnir, as you're as you guys are taken off, yeah. and she she says, "Is that the white lady? Are you going to see the white lady?" I'll give her a very very subtle nod. Do you have an offering? We've been beckoned. What sort of offering would one bring? I met her once. She likes lead. And she reaches into her pack and like fools around. And she produces these small leaden balls and says, I, I don't know. It's what the priest gave me before I went to go meet with her to set up our trade routes years ago. I'm surrounded by chatters and fidgeters. Thank you, Rella. <laughs> Stay safe. We will We will meet again soon. Just remember the lead. She loves the lead. Can I do an insight check on that? Yeah. Fifteen. Pro- I mean uh, Rella Rella made you think that she hated the ladybone trade. Mm-hmm. She's now told you that she helped set it up. Um, that's weird, but mm-hmm. but she seems to really believe that the white lady loves lead. Okay. Oh, sorry, I didn't realize that when she said they were selling Ladybone, that they were selling it to the Underdark. Yes. Yes. So, Schnobick takes you on a path that is not the way you came before. Mm-hmm. There's f- these f- forking areas that sort of, like, after, after 10, 15 minutes, you're pretty certain you couldn't find your way out of here. Um, at, one, at one point, um, you, he's walking and you see that he, like, takes a right – and then he just disappears. You can't see him if anywhere, and like you're, you're totally lost. And then he his head shoots back around a corner that you didn't even realize was a corner. These walls are cut in such a way that like even looking straight at them, it's almost like they're illusory, even though they're not. It's just they're cut mm-hmm. in such a way that like makes one sort of lose themselves. Does this remind and, us of that room in the mine? Yes, very much so. 
Okay. Very much so. What's um, the what's the light situation? Super dark. What, like if I if I don't have any enchantments as a human, is it pitch black? Under dark. Yeah. And how far like, how far picture down? Are dark. We? And then picture <laughs> under that. Yeah, <laughs> dark. Dark. <laughs> it's hard for Phil near to see. You have no eyesight. You you got you're just sort of like every once in a while you're like you kind of almost like you're hallucinating. You'll suddenly like you'll you'll turn a corner and you'll see like purple light and and uh and all, you know it's sort of like when you put your you push your your the palms on your on your eyes and you push really hard and then at some point like there's this like clarity that sort of shows up in your eyes and you can sort of see things that aren't there it's like that um okay so while while we're walking i'm gonna i'm gonna just fiddle in my pockets noticing my clear disadvantage and i'm gonna pull out my uh bula cigarette and uh i'm gonna i'm gonna light it and i'm gonna take a drag okay Okay. yeah and then i'm also gonna he smoke he's smoking bula which is like totally your favorite and you kind of invent you, you you didn't invent it but like you, you've been rolling those things for several years, and uh, you love them as well. <laughs> pardon, pardon, pardon me, Snowbik. There's a new thing. I don't know if you know anything about this, but there's a new thing that I've gotten into. And I, you know, trying to look cool while I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I own a Stonko telling, and all the cool kids are doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't tell him that, Phil Nier, but you know, they are Snowbik. <laughs> something recently occurred to me, brother, and I'm not sure that I shared it with you. Uh, you said that uh, uh, the whole time we were growing up, e- even though I was only, a, what, a year and a half, two years younger than you, you always treated me as such a child, such a younger brother. You said you emerged from that portal two years later as though no time had passed at all. Indeed. I believe that makes me the older brother now. <laughs> and I just turn and keep walking. <laughs> I just stop in my tracks and just stun. <laughs> I bump into Iona's. In, in my head, I go, why, why did you stop? <laughs> my... My younger brother's older than me. Still there. I'm saying this in my head. <laughs> Just remind him you were born first. That will never change. <laughs> I, I try yeah, to get my... That'll tell him. <laughs> <laughs> I, try. I just realized between Ionis and Phil there, we, we have a lot of uh, foppish ra- re- reasoning, you know, rationalization for things. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Your shoes were always finer than his and still are. <laughs> nanner, nanner. You still are the firstborn with all associates rights and privileges <laughs> I'm sure he will hate being reminded of that <laughs> I just I just had Phil there on the back you know mm. as if as, a, as an old friend that the only one that ever truly understood me and we keep going <laughs> and um, I also I also um while that happens I uh just kind of start acting like oh Phil there look at you again and I I, I realize our telepathic bond is going to run out real soon. So <laughs> <laughs> While we're going, I, s- I start ritual casting it again. He's, 
practically jerking him off again. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Good grief. It's like teenagers fumbling in the hedgerows of the castle garden all over again. <laughs> all right. So it, it's a long walk. It feels longer than you even walked. I mean, that you even rode your, your horses, but that's probably just because it's so dark and it's strange to you both. Um, but you, your eyes start to adjust and about two miles you have actually walked in the underdark and you get into, you, you, you get to a spot where there's a hole in the wall that looks machined. So suddenly you have this area that looks like it has been carved by artisans and uh, Schnobit goes in there and then there are stairs that lead down and then they cur- curve off to the left and Schnobik, you arrive in, uh, in a, 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 the hollow room that you were hoping to get, to get to quickly. And it's taking you a little longer than you wanted to. And there is a blue light coming up through this room. It, it comes from a hole in the ground and it goes up in an equally sized hole three feet in radius. So six foot diameter hole that goes up and there is there is something sort of brown that is in the middle of the hole that looks like it's like in the exact center of the two holes and the light seems to be wrapped around this brown thing. The the brown thing is maybe a foot in diameter. So it's right in the center of this hole and it goes through the whole room. Room is about eight feet high. So it's not like super big and in about a 20 foot um, uh, radius, almost a perfect circle uh, sphere, this, this hole, this, this chamber that you're in. And Shinobik, you know you have to climb down through the hole on the route. Well, now we climb. I just treat it like it's no big thing. Yeah. How far down? A hundred feet. No, oh, 20, 30 feet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could probably uh, slide slide down if you wanted, but uh, uh, climbing may be easier on your delicate hands constitution. Down we go. Ionis, would you? I just, I, I, I lead the way. I just start climbing down first. I, uh, I just stare at the hole. I say, we'll in there. Um, going down this way definitely feels a bit more permanent. I'm saying this in my head. Indeed. Um, can always fly our way out should we need to, but for now, I think best if we carefully make the descent would you like to let him get all the way down and then give him a show what did you have in mind is your brother after all I just wait a little a little while and look to see if Shinobik's all the way down and then so uh, so, so how do you look down do you just you lean out over the hole yeah I just lean over the hole and look. so as soon as your head enters a blue light 
you are absolutely consumed by that feeling you had when you were in the gnomes gap and the feeling that you had when you were in the rock and the feeling that you had when you were in the center of the world. It's like your head is in divine space and it is intense. Okay, Fjolnir. No, no, this is, um, we're definitely walking into something here. This feels, this feels very similar to meeting Ehi or meeting Grigley or any of the strains of very strange godlike beings that we've run into the past few months. I know I've been with you most of the time you've been with your brother, but did you know him to have much connection to the divine? I did not. I I truly do not understand this Bezalith character, which is partially why I wanted to come. I just need to understand what we are up against. I suppose we should postpone the show and make our way down. I think you're right. I wanted to feather fall down, but I'm just going to climb. <laughs> save, your, save your strength. <laughs> save the feather fall for if you actually need it. <laughs> yes, yes. I climbed down. All right. So as you, when you enter in and you put your hand on the root, it is very clearly a tree root. And uh, it's sort of knobby in places. Um, and... Uh, are you are you just just climbing down on the tree root? I mean, I'm I'm going to try to do what Snowbig did. It's not a ladder; it's just roots. It's a it's roots. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um. So, uh, you're climbing down. Um, you're you're not having to climb up. I'm going to say, uh, no big whip. You guys both have acrobatics checks that are higher than five. Yeah. Uh, my athletics is higher than five. Okay. Yeah, acrobatics. My acrobatics. Five, yeah. is, That's fine. So, like, yeah. you guys, you guys make your way down. There's a couple of spots that feel kind of mushy and like muddy on your way down, um, but it's it's fine. You don't slip too bad. You're you're safe. And when you get down, see where you touch the root on both of you. There is a a small trail of blood and viscera that's on you um that has come off of the off of the the tree root and at the bottom of this thing you are in another small chamber this is very small and the root kind of turns to the right as it enters into into the ceiling of this of this small room and then it enters another area that looks like a crack that it has not been machined no one has carved this this is not a natural trail but the tree root has busted open a hole that's about I want to say 20 inches wide at the narrowest. And, uh, you know, you'll have to do some shimmying to get through, take your backpack off and like hold it down in order to sort of make your way through. But it's very easy to get through. But this blue light follows the route as it goes around. Um, and so you have perfect clarity as you're as you're going but like you see the shape of the light holds and that where the tree broke through these rocks there there are there are places that look like 
it didn't just have force that broke rocks. It looks like it actually eviscerated and like almost like evaporated rocks in places. Um, but you are quite safe moving through it. I think Filnir in his head to Ionis just says, holy shit. I don't know what, what made these roots, but it's not to be trifled with. Not at all. I'm reminded of the, uh, the tree that we created with, uh, Hey, Walter Faust. Holy shit. Ionis. Is it... Is it possible that this is related? I look at my staff. Does it look any different? Uh, no, it doesn't look any different. It's totally... It's totally your staff. It's fine. I mean, it looks different from the tree root, if that's what you're okay. asking. <laughs> yeah, it's it's still your staff. Right, okay. But no reactions from the staff and my wand? Nope. We know that Bezlith has something to do with chandled weapons, which is exactly what the tree is related to. That's as, that's as far as I can go with it. The dead surrounding the tree. I don't know if there's anything to it, but they flock to it. Do not forget this as we proceed. I'm going to write it down. In your book to Florn? I'm going to, I'm going to tell Florn that, uh, we've gone through an entrance to the underdark near Lakeshire. As you start to write, Words begin to appear in the book. Uh, you didn't tell me you're gone. I'm so happy you're alive. What the what the hell? Felipe came back and said you disappeared on the road. I just start writing furiously. We are investigating a major danger. Do not worry. We shall return soon. If if not in if if not in two days, this is where you know this is where we entered. In my head of seeing him write, I'll say, Pawson knows the place. I'll, I'll say, talk to Pawson. He knows where we are. If needed. Only what's, if needed. What's the danger? We will talk later. I could have helped. And then I'm going to, then I'm going to write, there are, uh, I'm going to write something just ridiculous so that a couple of us know, but there, there are trees down here, tree roots down here that when you break them, viscera comes out. <laughs> like like the tree near the bramble wall. I'm just going to write like stream of consciousness just to make sure that I get it written down somewhere and that somebody else knows about it. Oh shit, you're on Bola, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. John, the blue light uh -huh. have suckers all over it. The light has suckers all over it, or the root? The light, the light surrounding the root has suckers all over it. You pass right through. They're just like, they're ephemeral, uh, ethereal. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to start dodging the, the, 
the tentacles. Yes, they are. They are tentacles, a hundred percent. They're blue tentacles. And Filnir, Filnir's just seeing me dodge like nothing. <laughs> Filnir, do you see these tentacles? This is crazy. Not even once, Holmes. <laughs> what? Are you, they're everywhere, Filnir. Look at this. <laughs> Not even Stomach. once. You you have like these guys that have not showed up. They you, you kind of heard them a little bit, and now they're still in the antechamber that you that you walk through. And they they're still climbing, right? No, they're down. They're down now. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> the white lady really needs this kind of assistance. <laughs> Beggars belief. Snowbrick, Snowbrick. These are not my decisions to make, though. Yes, brother. What are all these tentacles, Snowbrick? What are, what are you on about tentacles? Mm, been, been hitting that bulla a little hard there, brother. <laughs> I just, I just, are they dangerous? Divine Ehi makes her presence known to you. And you do see them, yes? I... See more than you know. See, Phil, I told there's something here, Phil. I'm, t- I'm just telling you. <laughs> just trust me. We're <laughs> <laughs> right, gonna try to. I'm gonna try to catch up with which. All right, all right. So you guys, you're gonna have to go through that. You can shimmy through this area. Um, mm-hmm. I will want acrobatics checks from all three of you for getting mm-hmm. through this thing. Acrobatics um, just normal. Uh, this, I so definitely acrobatics not. Um, so I would say acrobatics or sleight of hand, if you want to use either one of those. No, Nineteen. I got a nine. So Phil Nier, um, as you uh, are making your way through, um, you catch your cheek on a sharp piece of lead. That um, this you realize this cave is all is all lead. And this tree has ripped through the lead. And you're, it follows what is clearly a lead vein that's running through the hills here. And you take three damage uh, from, a, from, a, from a very sharp spike of lead that, that uh, um, sort of sheared off um, as you are making your way, as you're shimmying through. Okay. Um, and you get to the next room, and it is a – it's a giant. It's about a 300-foot radius cavern, and uh, it looks like you're inside of an air bubble uh, that ha- was formed with like magma flows or something. It is, it is otherworldly uh, in, in, this, in this room, and there's a small 15-foot – uh, radius pond that is in it, and uh, Shinobik, you 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 are you remember that the white lady told you to remind these guys not to drink from the water that it is poison. Do not drink from the water; it's poisoned. All right, and the and the tree root sort of snakes along the top of this uh, cavern. Uh, Jonas, you're back in fairly dark space the bulla is helping you see uh but the blue light you can see it up up on the on the the ceiling of this 
of this cavern, but you can't see where your the, your footfall is very very clearly. But you sort of keep following this tree root and the the blue tentacle, and then you get into a very short tunnel, about thirty feet, and you see the tree root just uh, um, uh, sort of rounds off and goes straight down into another hole, like the one that you climbed down from. And uh, Schnobick, I assume, is going to light on his feet, slide down the root pole. And when you look down in it, you can see that this is a fully furnished temple that you are that you are uh, sliding down into. Um, about 20 feet down, you see that it opens up into a room and it's about a, another 10 feet to the floor from here. So you're 30 feet down. 30 feet up from it. Okay. I'm going to pull out the Featherfall wand and just have it ready and then try to slide down. Okay. When you get to the ceiling of this new cavern, Mm -hmm. the root turns and it splits off into five separate roots and it dies, it ends in this room in five separate small roots that all snake along the wall in this room. And, uh, and Schnobik, this is where you were told to take them. Do so have I, have I made it to the floor? You're on the floor now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just by following the route along the wall before. Yeah. And you've never been here before. All right. Well, I'm going to take a look around. All right. Uh, so this, Honestly, the size of this room and the squareness of it is striking. It's about a 30 by it's about a 30 by 90 foot uh, space. And in the very center, there is a lead trunk-like table with a lead dowel sticking out of it. Um, the, the roots you see, they kind of spread out and it's sort of a, a, the shape of a star. So it comes down the first two roots go to the corners. So actually all four, like four roots go to each one of the corners of the room, mm-hmm. snaking along the ceiling. And then the final root sort of curves around and then ends up right next to this lead table and, uh, this dowel that's sticking up out of it the dowel is about about 12 inches long about an inch in diameter and it's sticking up out of a what looks like a two foot diameter tree stump but the stump is actually uh lead okay and i don't recognize this device no and and so that's sort of uh the but i'm used to seeing a lot of things in fives down here Yes, I, I, that's actually true. You are. Uh, that's true. Okay. Um, and uh, and then on one side of the room, you see um, a very familiar dais that you've seen these all throughout the Breen Valley and the temples. Um, uh, sometimes they're sacrificial tables. People refer to them as sacrificial tables. Um, sometimes they're just sort of religious uh, tables. Um and you see that there are benches set up 
in a semicircle around it. And to the far corner, let's call this the north northwestern corner of the room, um, there is a dim light coming on the floor. And on the other side of the dais, just behind it from where you are, so the dais is follows the 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 western side of the room next to this this thing that circle that's glowing on the floor there is a door a lead door that is um uh that is about five feet wide and seven feet tall um and it's hinged on the other side so you don't see any hinges Um, on the southern wall right next to the dais you see another door, smaller, three feet wide, seven feet tall. And then as you sort of spin around the room, uh, you see uh, the back room has moss growing on all of the walls. Um, there, It's growing on the lead walls. And as your eyes are able to, to pick up the light from things, you see that the wall is actually covered in a, in a, in, in white small triangles that are have been painted in like white paint on the on the dark lead uh, wall so the moss is covering up a lot of that from on the back western side um and you're the first one in the room and these guys are coming down behind you can i reach out through my telepathic bond to bezalith uh yes Okay, I, I, we discussed the re, the other retainers. I don't think we discussed her specifically, but I would yeah. assume she's included in it. Yes, my lady, I've brought them as you asked. Do you require any other preparations be made? Don't touch anything, my last. My eyes are on his way. Um, he will be there first. And uh, and is. Is someone bringing yourself as well? My fury is with me, as well as my heart. Very well. Azir is with us as well. Very well. We will wait. Okay. Uh, So, Ionis and Filnir, as you go down in this room, Ionis... You feel Touch nothing, molest nothing, stand here close to me, fidget the absolute minimum required. <laughs> As you make your way in this room, you see all the things that I just described. But we weren't in the room yet. I'm going to need you to describe everything again. <laughs> no, <Nah>, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but st- st- kneeling behind uh, Schnobik, about 10 feet away from the, the lead stump, you see a blue spectral figure kneeling, hands together in prayer, in full plate armor, and a beard. Do you recognize him? You sure do. This is Herr Walter Faust. And we both see him or just me? Just Filnir. 
um, Schnobik should. Are we alone? I look. Uh, can I do a perception check? Yeah, sure. I'm going to give it a real look because I also know how these guys down here like to sneak up on a fella. 23. All right. I'm assuming that Filnir is like looking in a direction behind you as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking around for more, but I'm also like conspicuously yeah. figure, you know, there's a, if you were to watch my eyes, you would see the spot that I keep coming back to. Yeah. Um, nothing's there. Yeah. We are alone in this room and yet are any of us really alone? I speak to my compatriots. I'm sure you speak to yours. In my head, I will say, Ionis, I see the spectral outline of Erwalter Faust behind Schnobik. Do you see him? Uh, I I look real hard. You don't see him, but you do notice that the moss in the direction where Filnir is looking is a little out of focus for you. Okay. Almost like you're looking through a very dim fog. The other thing that you notice, Ionis, is that the light that's coming from the floor, sure enough, is a teleportation circle. Okay. Mm. Um, Filnir, I I believe our own abilities and experiences are having different effects on us while we're down here. I see something in the direction you're speaking of, but I, I, I cannot I cannot focus enough to make it out. It is blue. I, no? That is not that is not what I see. Huh. But you see that there's something there. Okay. And you do not see these tentacles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see. Any, I don't see any tentacles, right? You don't see any tentacles now. What are you on about with these tentacles? Uh, all, all right, all right. I just this. I believe this place is having a, a strange effect on the two of us. So, it, it, clearly, but I think the bula may be having an effect on you. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's not there, Phil. There, anyway, beside the That's, point. Uh, you may not be wrong. S- beside the point. I, I, I do also believe we are standing on a teleportation circle. No, you're not standing on it. It's up in the corner uh, over by the dais. I do believe there's a teleportation circle <laughs> up by the dais. Do I see that too? You see where the ground is sort of glowing. Yeah. Okay. Well, see if you can find the words. Should we ever need to come back here? Though I can't, I can't imagine we would, but... I will. I will try to take a look at it. Um, be on your guard. Of course. I've I've noticed that this. I've noticed that this room is heavily leaden, which may cause problems with spellcasting. Well, we shall see. Must be some reason that. Bezla's My last. Bought. Stand. Stand here, please. My last. Light the torches for our friends. I would like to show them how we can put them out. <laughs> and there's um, a there's there's oil already in the torches, and there's a place up by the dais where you can you can uh, um, I mean, if you have a way to start a fire where you can light some oil that 
tracks to the, the to the to the um to the oil lamps and she sort of sends you an image of how to do it. Ionis just starts okay. into prodigy fire starter. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm a fire starter. Fire starter. Sorry, go ahead. Please please stand here. Please show respect. My lady approaches. Um we've had our fun on our little jaunt, but uh we've had fun now. Now now the delicate dance of diplomacy begins. Please be on your best behavior. Um, your behavior at this point may also reflect on me. And I... Oh, uh, well, reasons to behave then. <laughs> I, I go around and I very solemnly and ritualistically, I may even throw in a few little sort of extra flourishes and bows and hand gestures, go around and ritualistically light each of the torches. Okay. Is uh, Walter Faust doing anything but praying, or does he seem pretty much static and fixated? He's praying, but he's moving. He it looks like he's animated. As these oil lamps are lit, these torches, the image of Air Walter Faust disappears from your view, and the light coming from the teleportation circle also disappears, Ionis. And now this room is completely lit, and you can really get the sense of these black walls and the white diamonds that are drawn on it. And from the eastern wall, you hear metal clicking at this door. And you hear a clang as something large and metallic has been dropped on the floor of the other side of this door. And and as soon as this door begins to open, the temperature in this room drops precipitously, like 30 degrees. It was probably 60 degrees before, and suddenly it's a little below freezing as this door opens up. And the door opens, the lights kind of flicker, and then you hear the sound of a sword being unsheathed and through the light you see a rapier that is putting off this blue light and as it clears the sheath from the from the person who's carrying it all the torches within 30 feet of it go out suddenly and a durger appears wearing this um, glimmering white plate mail. Um, and he's bald and he has a big, thick white beard. And in one hand is this rapier and in the other hand is a wand that is a knobby looking wand. And he opens up the door. He walks in and he says, my last, you made it. And this is this is my eyes. Yeah. Uh, my eyes had you any doubt. Oh, it's good to see you. You as well. The lady follows well. You know, and he sort of <laughs> looks down. <laughs> and and I uh I gesture to our two guests. Uh, our lady follows. Uh, I shall introduce uh, 
another of my lady's trusted retainers. Her eyes. Nice, nice to meet you. I've heard of you. And I, I sort of, I sort of roll my eyes at his kind of inability to put on any airs at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, and, and he, he, he walks over to you and, uh, and, uh, says, half elf. I, uh, I've heard of you. I've heard of you. Heard of your exploits. And he motions up at the blue light. And he says, no one's done this in 400 years at least. Congratulations. You really broke through. And he looks over at you, Jonas, and he says, uh, and uh, who are you? I'm Ona Suhabi. Heir to the throne of Montaire. Uh, uh, where's that? Snowbit. Do these people? Do these people know nothing? Mm, down here, we have a uh, different order of priorities, one might say. And I'm, I'm loving this. I'm yeah. loving every second of it. <laughs> my last, my last. Um, I, I also, I also know that Eyes is probably doing this a little bit for me. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, oh yeah, for like sure. He knows for sure, for sure, for sure. He knows. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my last. Were you able to bring me anything from the top side? Uh, any goodies, treats, anything that bleeds? Mm. My eyes, it was a just a quick trip of great import. You know, I was not able to, uh, was, there was no time for sidetracks, dilly-dallying, and uh, pleasures indulged. It was, uh, oh, I just, and I pull out, I've, I've got a rabbit for him. Oh. <laughs> oh, and it's, it's, what color do you call this? Well, I believe on the top side, it would be brown. Down here, it's, uh, I would call it mid-tone. Oh. And he just, uh, he's so happy that it's still alive and he just bites right into it and begins to suck its, uh, suck its Does blood. Does he put down his wand or his rapier? Uh, the wand. He puts the <laughs> wand down. He puts down the <laughs> wand. Yeah. Um, and, uh, he says, F elf. Yeah. I have to tell you, we've heard tell of your cooking. My cooking. Yeah. Do you think it's possible? And he looks over at uh, Schnopik and he says, say, don't tell my heart. Do you think it's possible we might be able to arrange something where you make us something special with fresh blood, but also sweet in the elven way, in the water devian way? Is that something you might be able to do for us? I've heard you make desserts. I should point out that any bargains you enter into with my lady's eyes are with him alone and are not to be considered binding by the white lady herself. Ah, God damn it, my last. That's not necessarily true. White my lady. eyes, I am on a diplomatic mission here. I I support your efforts, but I uh, I cannot allow us to be led astray. Eh, well, but by all means, by all means. I just... 
I haven't had sugar or sweet in a very long time, half elf. My 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 taste is for other things now. And he sort of holds up this bloody rabbit that he's now like completely desiccated cleanly though. I mean the, the blood, you know, his face is pretty clean whether uh, he doesn't look like a wild animal as he does it. I just wonder if you might be able to, I don't know, just try something and maybe you can, maybe we can put something fresh in it as a stuffing. Is that something you can do with a, with a dessert? Just right at the last minute. Given what I know about tastes, I can only guess that your taste for sweets has diminished. So if you were to try something with sugar, it might need to be something special that only had just a hint, and it would probably taste very sweet to you. That said, I do not travel with my cooking ingredients because on the surface, you need quite a lot. The taste for sweets is, well, insatiable. <laughs> I know all about that. Insatiable. My last, did you tell him about me or something? <laughs> and he slaps the half elf on the back and he says, I think we're going to know each other a long time. I think you're going to be able to take my order anytime I ask for it. And I think you're going to be able to deliver. Shit. You hear him? Do I hear him? Do we hear you, anything? You guys don't. Uh, <laughs> Schnobik, you do. You hear you hear voices in your head. Uh, and fellas, as he's finishing off this rabbit, the rapier disappears from his hand. And the temperature goes up 10, 15 degrees when it does. That is a bit more comfortable. Um <sighs> Yeah. Shake off the chill. Can it's, you tell us what that sword was, Eyes? All will be revealed in good time. Is there a I, way we I should believe be... my... In the process of uh, gaining your agreement, I believe my lady is prepared to reveal much. Schnobik, is there a, a proper way that we should be addressing her eyes and... The white lady. You can call so, me my eyes. Uh, okay. And honestly, she's not really one that stands on formalities. Uh, she lets mortals call her Bezleth. Uh, all that white lady stuff, that's, that's for the fear. I see. You're going to want to. You're going to want to think hard about anything she asks of you. Uh, trust me on this. A contract with her is uh, is binding. Um, and she doesn't force anybody to do anything they don't want to do. So, I don't know. Think long and hard. That's all I got to say. And he looks over at Schnobick when he says that. And he just says, Everybody enters their own contracts for their own reasons. And then I say, <laughs> very pointedly, my lady is firm but fair. And you hear now footsteps coming. And 
the the passageway in the wall, you feel cold coming again. And the first person through the door is a a giant of a man. He is wearing a large golden dwarven made belt that you can tell it looks like uh, the mountain dwarves Holdershek made, if you had to guess, Vilnir. Um, he's got a long white loincloth on and fur boots. And he's got a really thick beard that looks like comes down to about his nipples. And uh, he is wearing no armor, but you kind of you kind of can see uh, ghostly armor that is on him. Uh, it looks similar to what happens with Ionis when he when he casts mage armor, um, except you see that there is the face of a bear that is on his ghost armor. Um, the other thing is that he has got a giant backpack on. And when I say a giant backpack, I mean he's got these white leather straps that come over his shoulder and cover a good portion of his chest. And on his back is a six foot long, two foot wide in some places, wooden pill, for lack of a better word. And Jonas, like this pillbox that is so large, you can only imagine that it was made with magic. Like, there's no artisan you've ever seen in Monterre who could make something this perfectly um, curved. Like, this is not something that you've seen anyone do well before. And mm -hmm. it is clearly wood, which, as you know, in Monterre, I mean, the people who work with wood like this are nobles by the just their ability to get a hold of the old old wood and this is ancient wood on his back and he looks up and he doesn't say much he just kind of looks over and says eyes last fury and he goes over to uh the door that is uh on the south wall right right by the dais as well and he holds his hand on it and you hear clicking and he pushes it open and he disappears into that room. And behind him coming through the main hallway is another man carrying that same rapier. And this guy is a, I mean, he's a foppish looking elf in black, uh, black elven studded leather and a white cape. And he's wearing a white helmet on it that is crazy um it has different colored gems like encrusted in it that are that spell things out on it it's almost like someone took a paintbrush and painted in gems on this thing but it's clearly just writing and it's you know too far away to read it but um it is i'm beautiful um and uh and and he is walking with a an elf in full plate armor, very fair skin, and they walk up to you and he says, My last thank you, well done. Are these the two? These are the two. Huh. Um, which one is Filnir? 
I look up. I I gesture the uh, half elven. Ah, yes, of course. Oh, and you, you were um last. He somehow you knew him before. Is that correct? Uh, no, that would be the other one, Ionis. But before he was uh, my brother. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm, half brother uh, uh, it's so funny how little she tells me isn't it uh, <laughs> well welcome half elf we have heard a lot about you um, without much ado may I introduce you to and he turns to the elf and he says have you heard of her before when he said to you, who who is he turned to? Uh, Filnir and uh, and Ionis. <laughs> uh, Gentlemen, may um, I present to you Azir Gerald of the Gilbrain Wilds, emissary from Havis Corvair himself, here to parlay with us. As it were. Oh, one second. Azir, would you mind staying here with our friends? Uh, of, of course. Nice to meet you too. Very, very nice. Uh, and he says, eyes. And he calls the Durger over and they both head toward the room. And uh, Shnobik, you probably, you probably wanted there too. <laughs> no one's told me anything. No one's told you anything. <laughs> As I'm going, I, I sort of reach out tentatively. My lady, I was I was given to believe that I would be the one to introduce you to them. Uh, you will be Form, formally, that is. You you will you will introduce me to them. Yes, that is that is right. And and uh and as you get to the door, my heart is there and he says Uh eyes, yes, uh last stay with your friends. Um make them comfortable. We'll be right back. But I just swallow it. And I walk back to the my my lady will be joining us shortly, and I will be presenting her. So this Azir is not Bezleth. <laughs> Bezleth, <laughs> no, you are speaking with Azir Gerald, sir. Um, is it true that I, I heard you're from the land of Monterre? Is that correct? That is indeed correct. I know one of you have, has heard of Monterre. One of you. Oh, I, I, I know Monterre very well. Um, in my stories, uh, they tell that, that your people uh, were the source of the Great Awakening. Um, so for that, I, I, I thank you. Um, and I... Uh, I mean, you are my first Montaran that I've met in, in in person. You are, you're very handsome. Um, and Thank oh, you. So, oh, sorry. Here, and she uh, pushes a button on her on her armor on her arm where her greaves are, and both of her greaves just disappear, and her gauntlets disappear. And uh, she touches behind her neck, and the helmet that was like on her head uh, just sort of like slips back into the armor that she's wearing this plate mail armor she says just i'm sorry i don't go anywhere without it um, um my my lady's a uh 
devotee of the new age of Gilbrain. Uh, I, devotee makes it sound a bit religious, but uh, that's fine. I understand the Breenies have a way with things. Uh, mm. um, we prefer enthusiast. Uh, I would, I would prefer harbinger. <laughs> harbinger of the Gilbrain wilds. It's not very wild anymore, I can tell you that. Um, but we do like it that you all still call it that. Well met, indeed. You said, Azir, Azir Gerald, it is our pleasure to make your acquaintance. It's very lovely to meet you. <laughs> to what do we owe the honor of our meeting? Well, I heard that you would be able to withdraw the ore. And I just couldn't miss it. Withdraw the ore. Uh, the ore. And she points back to where the, uh, the, da- the lead dowel is sticking up out of the, the, the tree stump. You've brought me here to pull metal from metal. Bezleth has many things that she would like from you. I am positive of it. She does not. She's not one who, uh, what's the word? It's the opposite of single tasks. Um, she likes to have many things going on at once. I am here to watch you pull the dowel from the stump. I, b- I believe my lady refers to it as polytasking. Polytasking. That's, that's, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I forget. Um, yes. Have you, have you ever met her? Not yet. Chaos. She's chaos incarnate. Uh, it, it reminds me of what my teacher, Havis Corvair, told me uh, long, long ago when I was still just a student, a young, young, a young elven uh, 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 harbinger. And, um, and she is all things that – she's all things that the chaos of magic once was. Uh, unpredictable, beautiful, scary. I see you all are both, you two are both touched with that same chaos. Um, I apologize for that. Uh, Couldn't be helped. But don't, don't worry. The Ministry of Progress is on its way. The Ministry of Progress? Yes. Is that a real thing? It is. Havis Corvair, be praised. Now who has a touch of the religious? Well, we all have to praise something. I suppose we do. So that door did, opened. Now, you did say the torches went out in the front thirty feet of the room. Did that change what the? What, did that change what the room looked like to us? No, the stand, that stuff that we saw. Oh before yeah, in the gone. front of the room, the you can see the outline of the uh, teleportation circle again. Okay, uh, but the back side of the room where. Herr Walter Faust was, you still can't, still, you can't see him there. Still yeah. lit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the door to the antechamber opens up and from the door, my heart comes out first, the foppish elven, uh, uh, in studded leather, followed by my fury, who is the human who has, the long beard and uh, basically no clothes on except a loincloth. And finally, uh, sort of stumbling out after them 
is uh, my eyes, the Durger, and uh, and and he says, oh, "My last, you'll see you now." And I quick step <laughs> All right. over to the door. And Filnir and Jonas, you have uh, three retainers and Azir there. The retainers go and stand up on the dais, and Azir walks over behind them and pulls out a stool that you didn't see before from her armor and sits down on the stool. And, and, um, and, uh, uh, Schnobick, she's sitting on a, on a, uh, piece of stone that's in the antechamber. And this antechamber is her pillbox is there. Um, but it's, it's barren in here. This is clearly, they did not pull out the uh, stops to make this uh, as impressive as the rest of the temple down here. Hello, my last. It's good to see you in person again. My lady, I've missed, missed laying my eyes upon you, even if it was only for a short time. Well, can you give me any insights into your brother and the half-elf? Do you believe they are primed to help us? I believe... They will be very cautious of entering into any binding agreements. I believe they will need to be shown proof that you can do what you claim regarding their fallen priest. Uh, I believe we will have to show them your, your true form. And Azir, do you think we should show her my true form as well? I do not know that it can be helped. We cannot send her away. Well. And yet, does it change anything? She will be very disappointed in her master if she realizes <laughs> he has made another one. I will try not to relish her disappointment. Okay. You did very well. Come, help me put my shoes on. I very lovingly stroke her feet and slide the delicate slippers onto them. Very well. Shall I float in or should I walk in? Your choice. Oh, by all means, my lady, float. Okay. <laughs> so, uh... There is, um... We, we will need a place for you to sit. For, for, this, for this body to sit. The stairs may be a little informal. Perhaps I can ask Azir for her stool. Perhaps you should ask Azir for her stool. Very well. Very well. Good idea. I, I'm so happy that you are here. Um, I am... I'm happy to be in your presence again. Perhaps when this is all over, we can have a... We can spend an evening together without my heart and my eyes and my fury with us. I would love nothing more. I have been... Saving. <laughs> John's Bear. face. Right <laughs> so, so. Where's Statler and Waldorf when you need him? Yeah. <laughs> so you, um, you first see Schnobick and he's walking in front of can't be denied probably the most beautiful elf 
either one of you have ever seen. Um, the only thing that's kind of weird about her is she does have porcelain skin. And I mean, I don't mean it's white like porcelain. I mean, it looks like it's actually porcelain. Um, it looks hard to the touch. Uh, and then you can see as he is walking out with her, she is holding his hand and he is actually pulling her and she is floating behind him. And where he's touching her hand, you can see that it's fleshy. And more than that, it looks like it's spreading the fleshiness uh, across her whole body. And then to the point where it's so fast, but by the time she gets up to the dais and, and my eyes speaks to Azir in her ear and she stands up and as she's holding the stool, she pushes a button and it turns into a chair with arm rests and she puts it down uh, right next to the dais and, and, and I, I say loudly, my lady Bezleth Lewittle, mistress of the Underdark, guardian of the mortal plane, accepts your attendance. And that's where we'll end episode 60 of Everyone Must Dance, the Dungeon Hats podcast. Damn it. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. There's a lot going on. I want more. Yeah, yeah there's a lot. It's a um, lot to unpack. There's a lot to unpack and uh, a lot of big things to come as well. Um, everybody, welcome to the new Everyone Must End. Oh my gosh, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's get to this bonus episode, guys. Sounds right. good. All right. Toodaloo. Toodaloo, everybody. Toodaloo, everybody. Toodaloo, everybody.